This is a Rooster Teeth production. Welcome, everybody, to Wrestling with the Week, a legendary slingshot suplex on the last seven days. I'm your host, James Willems, joined, of course, by Scorpio Sky. James, what a week. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. What a week. This is this is probably the first time we're going to have what a week where we're actually kind of looking forward to the future, though. Um, because this week we're going to be talking dynamite reactions. Obviously, we wanted I, I want to know if Shaq is even still alive. Um, we're also going to be introducing Sky to the future of sports collectibles. But this is Revolution Week. Okay, so we are going to be giving you our official, well, my official, I don't think Sky has to go on record on on any of this stuff, but uh, Revolution Predictions, um, we got a packed show, so I think we should jump right into it. Sky, what the hell happened on Dynamite this week? Well, uh, there was quite a big moment where Shaquille O'Neal, four-time NBA champion, one of the greatest basketball players in history, mm -hmm. Got put through not one, but two tables by Cody Rhodes. Did, yeah. like, did you see that? Did you expect it? Because I sure didn't. No. Uh, and it's the kind of thing I'll say as a wrestling fan, it's always whenever like a celebrity or some sort of a person like that is getting into the ring, you're like, all right, well, let's see what they're going to let's see what they're going to do. And this was such an amazing example of like, like, you know, Shaq was over there going like, whatever you want, like. Let's do something big. Like, I want to do something big. Put me in danger over there. Like, like, you know, like, I want to show people that I'm not afraid of this. Well, you know, there's a couple of things I, I will point out, and that is Shaq's respect, obvious respect for the business. Mm -hmm. uh, for one, he is a performer, and you saw it from the moment he walked out. Like, you know, a lot of times when people get in the wrestling business, they want to rush on things. You see how mm -hmm. nice and slow he walked out. He looked around. The charisma was there. He looked at the crowd. And again, I, he's a lifelong performer, but professional wrestling is different. Mm -hmm. um, breaking down the Brody Lee tribute powerbomb, which I thought was phenomenal. Like, I, I didn't even pick up on it at first live. Mm -hmm. I, only, I only picked up on it on replay. I thought that was really, really cool. And another thing that I will point out, and I, I had a little conversation with Jade before the show, and uh, I, I complimented her on her gear because I thought she looked great. Mm -hmm. And I asked, is Shaq going to wear wrestling gear? And she said, no, I wanted him to, but uh, he, he doesn't want to because mm -hmm. he, he said, I'm not a wrestler. You guys are wrestlers. And, and basically, like, he didn't want to disrespect the business by wearing wrestling gear. And I thought... How cool is that? You know, you've yeah. got one of the biggest stars in history and he's got a, a deep respect for the business to the point to where like he doesn't want to look like he's trying to be what he's not. But I thought he did a phenomenal job. Oh, yeah. I mean, there were, I mean, if you think about that as a match, it had some big moments like it honestly reminded me of like a really classic like throwback Hogan versus Andre the Giant kind of situation like it really had that storytelling and that performance to it and then i really really enjoyed that aspect of it like you know if you're not gonna if you're not gonna do a, a whole you know uh flip routine and like super kicks and stuff like that like you should make sure there's a presence and it was felt in just those few mo few moments where he and cody like had their standoff like it was kinetic it was fun, man. Like I watching the match, uh, and and also uh, I want to give credit to Jade and Red Velvet. 
-hmm. Red Velvet's obviously pretty new to AEW. She's only been around, I don't even, less than a year. And uh, to be put in a position like that, like, I mean, that's a huge spot for anybody. I mean, if you're a, a, a 10 plus 15 year vet, if you're in a, mo a moment like that, like, it can swallow you. And then mm -hmm. Jade, this is her first match. <laughs> you know, like, she's her yeah. first wrestling match. And uh, I thought they delivered. They both came off looking like stars. They brought it. They they did not look like they were swallowed by the moment. They looked like they belonged in that moment. And so I'm really, really proud of them. Cody obviously always brings it. You know, he's he is who he is for a reason. And mm -hmm. and Shaq. And that's what I really, really liked about this match is that everybody brought it. And it was a really entertaining segment. And it, it was a good match. It wasn't just entertaining. It was actually a good match. So uh, props to all four of them. It was great. And props to the gun club. Like, did you see Austin Gunn smash Shaq in the back with that steel chair and then Shaq yeah. just no-sells? Like, how good was that? <laughs> yeah, I know. I think there, there's certain people who could no-sell a chair shot, and I feel like Shaq is is maybe one of them. There, you know, on this planet, there's only maybe a dozen. And yeah. I think he could get away with it, for sure. Yeah. I can't stress it enough. He just gets it. Uh, overall, great segment. Everybody brought it. Yeah, it was great. I mean... It, just it felt like there I was just seeing some dynamite reactions just in my own explorations of the Internet. And a lot of people were like, wait, was this the pay-per-view? Like, you know, it wasn't. But so, so many people, there's such an excitement in that uh, event that it felt like it had pay-per-view quality. And it's weird to put those hierarchies there. But like people are like, there's so much going on. And you had Shaq. You had Tully Blanchard returning to the ring in like a really incredible uh, tag team match. Like it was pretty remarkable moments, you know? Yeah, I kept telling Tully before the match. I said, I'm next. I'm next. Like, I, I know you're going to kill it and I'm next. I, I want to match with you. And I, I would love to wrestle Tully, honestly. I, I think him and I could have a, mm -hmm. you know, a really good match. I thought he did great. Um, what did we say he was? I, I think we looked it up on, on last week's episode. He was like 67 or something. He is, yeah. he is 67. He is 67 years old. Yes. Yeah. 67 years old. It's still crazy. pulling off the slingshot suplex. Uh, as I said, still knocking out 500 mm -hmm. squats in, in one workout. Like what a beast, man. He, he killed it. And JJ Dillon came back like, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and obviously not the only comeback, but, uh, Sean Spears made an appearance. So yeah, you know, there's something going on there, obviously. Definitely did notice the return of Sean Spears. I always I, my favorite part about that was when uh, Jim Ross like it's like, oh, there's a cameraman there, a masked cameraman. And then Jim Ross is like is like, I mean, that's got to be a plant. Right. And I'm like, OK, I appreciate that. <laughs> like, yeah, I appreciate yeah, yeah. you just coming out and say, well, Tony Schiavone is going like, why is that cameraman wearing a mask? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, JR's uh, honesty. I love it. Um, because mm -hmm. he was he was thinking the same thing we're all thinking, but he didn't try to hide it. Like we're all thinking, like what is like that's a for one that's a that's a very big cameraman, mm -hmm. and yeah. and two you know cameramen don't normally get involved in matches, so I'm assuming mm -hmm. this is going to be some type of an ally. It mm -hmm. being Sean Spears, it makes sense. Uh, yep. Same manager, Tully Blanchard. Looks like there's some sort of group. And then I didn't really understand what it meant with Arn coming out and throwing up the sign at the end. I don't know. Is he going to be with them? Yeah. Is he just giving them props and respect? It's going to be interesting to see where that goes next. Another good segment. I thought it was it was really good. And, and, and I can't overlook how uh, great Jurassic Express were. Um, I've been really impressed with them in this entire uh, rivalry mm -hmm. they've had with, with FTR. They've had 
amazing matches. Uh, so mm -hmm. uh, I feel like it's not over, and and I'm interested to see more of this, and and I'm hoping the fans do too. And the thing is, we're focusing a lot on the wrestling in Dynamite, but something that I thought really stood out was the Inner Circle press conference. It was like just a fun segment like it harkened back to like it's not always about how you perform in the ring i mean i guess technically they were in the ring but it just felt like a fun concept where you have these people coming up ask questions you just basically allow it's just a setup for jericho and mjf to rip everyone down to shreds while talking themselves up i just thought it was a really fun segment yeah those are always fun i i can always get into those uh i think this is uh maybe the the third the time we've been able to uh watch one of those and Mm -hmm. And and they're just always fun. Uh, great little way to break up the monotony of you know having wrestling matches on on the show and just uh, just you know get out and get some character over and have fun. Like I said, yeah. so I dig it yeah. as well. Um, and then I think last but not least, another big moment is we again leading everything is leading towards revolution, and we had Nyla Rose face off against Rio. And so now we it was a pretty, pretty awesome match. And I don't know, it's just wild to see people beat the crap out of each other. And that's what's that's what, so the kind of things you're used to seeing from like these knockdown drag out hardcore matches between these between someone like a like a Mick Foley and someone else. And now you have these two women in the ring beating the hell out of each other <laughs> in these same ways. And it's like it's weird how all these perceptions have flipped. Um, but it makes me really excited to see what they're going to do. Even even at the end, I was like, oh, it's interesting. She's being very, uh, very, very kind with her competition, her, her challenger coming up. And then they just start walloping on each other. And I was like, Jeez, <laughs> what is just why women women wrestling are just beating the hell out of each other. It's stuff that I like I would never touch with a thousand foot pole. I mean, you can put a bruise in my face. So <laughs> I don't but, know yeah. a ton about Rio. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, obviously, uh, she had a, a great performance last night, mm -hmm. or uh, you know, at the time we were recording this, it was last night. Um, mm -hmm. a, a really good match. I, I thought you know, Nyla always brings it. Um, I, I actually, I really wanted. I was cheering for Nyla to win this match because I wanted to see another Nyla Sheeta match. Uh, mm -hmm. They locked up a couple of times, and they were really, really good. So, um, me personally, I was, I was hoping to see another a rematch with those two, which I'm sure we will yeah. get down the line, whether it be for the title or, or not for the title. Uh, but. Rio, uh, props to her, you know, and, and she did mm -hmm. great performance, uh, got the win, and uh, I'm sure her and um, Sheeta are going to kill it at Revolution, uh, mm -hmm. which uh, is, you know, Sunday, uh, possibly at the time of recording this, maybe in a few hours. I'm very much looking forward to that. But I would say that is not last but not least because Max Caster uh, defeated 10 to qualify for the mm -hmm. face of the revolution ladder match, I was on commentary. I had a front row, I guess technically not front row, but I had a very good seat to see the match. And I had a very cool hoodie on uh, that they didn't show enough. Man, okay, so you were on commentary. You were on fire. You Did someone like, were you backstage and you just got like fired up? You just like, you were shot out of a cannon last. Like, what happened? You were just, you were all about it? You just feel fired up about this match or what? You know, I knew I, I was told earlier in the day I was going to be doing commentary on the match and I was walking around not too long before it and I was thinking and I just thought, man, like, sometimes one of the things I like to say is be humble, but sometimes you got to let them, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Let them know, let them know mm -hmm. to censor myself. And uh, I, 
I'm tired of being quiet and humble and overlooked, you know, and underestimated. And, and it just, I was walking around yesterday and I was thinking about it and it got to me. And I said, and I went in fired up, to be honest with you. I said, you know, uh, humble hasn't really got me anywhere. Like I would love to just kind of sit back and, and chill and, and let other people beat the drum of saying that I'm one of the best wrestlers in the entire company because I don't want to have to say it myself, but the drum's not getting beat enough. People aren't saying it enough. So if I have to beat my own drum, pum 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 you know what I mean? It's like, it's like Jay, uh, Arn used to say, uh, I hate to toot my own horn, but toot toot. And, and so sometimes mm -hmm. you got to step over that line and you got to do it. And so I, I, I definitely got carried away. It felt good to be honest uh, mm -hmm. and say, yeah, I'm one of the best in the company. And, and so uh, I'm getting fired up right now talking about it, to be honest with you. And, 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 and I think some people are probably thinking it's, it's a little bit of a show or I'm putting on an act, but I'm not. Realist, realistically, I said it on commentary last night, uh, who in the company is more uh, overlooked than me? There is mm -hmm. nobody more overlooked than me based off where I am and my talent level. And, and, and I know what I'm capable of. And that was my moment to let everybody know. And that's exactly what I tried to do. I thought that when you said that 50% of you was better than 100% of all these other guys, that got me. I was like, I'm on my couch mm -hmm. watching this thing, and then I'm like standing up going like, hell yeah. Yeah, give yeah. it to him. Show him what's up. That's what <laughs> Let, I'm talking yeah. about. Letting them know, man. I'm, just, I'm coming off of a torn meniscus, and uh, I don't even have to be 100% because I'm planning on going in the ring on Sunday at Revolution and putting on an absolute show uh, by, you know, by God, hopefully I stay healthy and I'm able to do it. Uh, but, uh, you know, like I said, 50% of me is better than 100% of damn near everybody else we have. And, uh, and that's what I want to prove. And you, you can talk all you want. I can say all I want on here and I can say all I want on commentary. But if I don't go in the ring uh, at Revolution and back it up, then it's just talk. Mm -hmm. So now I got to go back it up. And that's part of the reason why I wanted to say it. Because one of the things I have learned is when you, whether it's a goal or whatever it is, say it. Say it out loud, and mm -hmm. it puts yourself on the spot. Now yeah. it's out there. Now people heard you. Uh, and so now you have to live up to it or be looked at as a failure. And I'm not planning on being looked at as a failure. Uh, the, 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 I relate to that, I feel like, on a very emotional level because just the other week I tweeted about how I would like to write for Power Rangers, and I feel like that's basically the same thing. It is. <laughs> no, it is. I mean, man, you got to put it out there. you got to put it out there, even if it's, it doesn't even have to be publicly. I, was at a, well, I had a party you know, right before COVID, and I had a buddy of mine, uh, Royce Isaacs. He's a wrestler out of Southern California, mm -hmm. really talented. And, and him and I were having a good conversation, and I just... I asked him, I said, what do you want to do? And like, mm -hmm. and he's like, I want to, you know, I want to work for a big company, you know? And I said, you got to mm -hmm. say it, you know, like, and mm -hmm. he was kind of hesitant to say it at first, but I was like, yeah. man, you got to say it. Even if it's just yourself, even if it's just in front of your friends, you got to say it, you got to put it out there. Uh, and you know, whether you want to say, put it out in the universe, you know, and, mm -hmm. and let it come back to you. Now it's out there. Now you got to work for it. Now you're on the spot. Yeah. Now people know what you want to do. Uh, mm -hmm. so you can't just hide behind like, you know, I wanted, I'd like to kind of do this. No, the people know what the goal is and you know what the goal is most importantly, and you got to reach for it. So when are we going to see the 50% of me t-shirts dropping in the AEW store? <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Maybe I should put out 50% of me t-shirts. Uh, let's get somebody on the design team to work yeah, on that. AEW, uh, Dana Massey, maybe uh, a loyal listener, I'm sure. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's, it's too good. It's too good of a catchphrase not to not to merchandise for sure. Um, and I, I what just about want... that Kanye-ish hoodie though? Did oh, you see yeah, that hoodie? Yeah. yeah, you should do that. That hoodie. Was I like fresh, that. Bro. Then you were you were yelling that you wanted that camera on you. You're just mm-hmm. like I'm wearing this Kanye-ish hoodie. Get the camera on me, and mm-hmm. no one would do it. And it they was wouldn't... just like you're being held down. You're being held down. Yeah, I know. You I'm not on the out. show enough, and they get me on the show, and they only give me a few clips. I'm like, the people want to see, man. And look, <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing. It was like a. It's like a ninety dollar hoodie I had on, man. Come on, like mm-hmm. uh, I was looking fresh. Get me on, you know. Like, come on. <laughs> is that the ladies want to see it? Is that the new <laughs> Ric Flair? You're like, I got a ninety dollar hoodie. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like you know, like the fifteen hundred dollar alligator shoes. It's like, yo, I paid ninety bucks for this at the Gap. No, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I gotta fight store. for my hotel rooms. I got nineteen dollar hoodies. I got pure white shoes. Yeah, it's hood rich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hood rich. It's not like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a little different these days. Yeah, it's a little different, but it's still, I think it's still a style over style over price tag for sure. And and you got the style, you have the energy. I'm super excited. I, we're going to get into our formal predictions for Revolution. Um, and that includes your match, Face of the Revolution ladder match, uh, a, a little bit later on the show. But there are some things other than wrestling that have happened this week. And I think we should kind of get into them, maybe chat those things up a little bit, and then we'll come right back. We'll hit it hard and, uh, and power bomb our dyna or our revolution predictions for the end of the show. And I had something that I really wanted to bring up to you because I know the things that you're interested in. I know you love the NBA, your sports, nut, you know, all kinds of things. Have you ever like, did you collect like, cards as a kid you ever like have like trading cards or anything like that growing up was that ever uh, part of your fandom yes yes uh actually even though I, i'm not a huge baseball fan and i never really was a huge baseball fan i was a big mm-hmm. baseball cards but i mean like every kid kind mm-hmm. of was right you get the yeah, gum yeah. in the package probably really mm-hmm. dating myself with that but uh yeah i remember you get the gum in the package and and that was always fun right so where uh, mm-hmm. i i think i might have an idea where you're going with this, but you're going to have to explain it to me. Okay. So have you heard of top shots? Um, No. Okay. So top shots is this new thing. And again, like most stuff on this show, I don't know every detail about it. I read about it. I try and learn as much as I can. Top shots is the new modern equivalent. The, the 21st century version of, sports trading cards and sports memorabilia now what it is is you can basically buy a basketball clip so lebron do slam like slam dunk hitting a three or whatever those replays that they show on uh on uh espn or what have you you can own that clip and it seems crazy because obviously you guys should go on YouTube and watch it. No, these clips are digitally engraved with serial numbers that make them one of a kind. And then people are trading them and selling them on the Internet for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Okay. I did hear something about this. I, I didn't know the exact uh, details. I'm sure someone has asked this question before, but I have to do it. Mm-hmm. Have these people heard of YouTube? <laughs> that, 
that's the thing that I don't understand. It's clearly not a matter of being able to see it. It's a matter of being able to say you own it, right? Like, so if you, this is a bad example, but say you own the Mona Lisa, that's not going to stop anyone from being able to see a picture of the Mona Lisa, right? Right. I guess but so. Y- but so if anybody it. out there is interested, I I would like to get into this business, not quite with the digital clips, but I do have, I probably shouldn't say this on air, but I do have some LeBron James air right here. And, and I would be willing to part with it. Uh, God, just, okay, if you're wow. a loyal listener of Wrestling with the Week, I will part with it. For a low price of $10,000 for some LeBron James air. Uh, uh-huh. And I might even have some Tom Brady. Yeah, the Tom Brady air is also here. Okay. Some goat air. Yeah, so if you want to breathe some goat air, 10000 Well, the Tom Brady, he just got his seventh. Let's go $12,000 for this one. Ten for the LeBron. If you want both of them, I'll give them to you for $28,000. You know, how mm-hmm. about that? I mean, I would not, I would 100% not take you up on that, but you may be surprised who would (laughs) take you up on that. The problem, the thing is you need to be able to verify with some sort of weird, this is like, like, I guess not, you know how, I don't know how Bitcoin works entirely, but it's, it's kind of that facet of things where there, now we are assigning digital trace numbers to things on the internet so even if there are duplicates it's known that that's a duplicate and it isn't assigned to the original okay um i need to get a letter from lebron that he breathed yeah you need you need to get it verified in some way i mean the other thing the other aspect of it is just like trading cards you basically get in line for a pack so, you know, we've taught you, you taught me about how, like, sometimes buying really popular shoes works like you basically yeah. like queue for it. And then there's a lottery and then it's like, oh, you get chosen. So you get a chance to buy. And then there's, of course, the reseller market. So this is very similar where I guess you can queue up f- to get a pack that might include some cool clips in it. <laughs> I mean... I mean, if, if, if anything ever made me feel out of touch, yeah, this is it. This is for sure. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. I, 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 more I, power to people, man. I, I, I respect the hustle. I can't knock the hustle. I, I think that the, I think there's a really cool way to make this even more appealing to me, which is I, you know, obviously when tr- you had trading cards, there'd be like, Oh, you get the hollow card. You remember it's like Michael yeah. Jordan, but like you could like flicker with the light or whatever. Oh, yeah. Do you, have you seen any of those clips? This is me being super nerd, but any of those clips where they take like a, like Michael Jordan doing a slam dunk and then taunting afterwards, but then they animate on top of it. So like his hair, his hair, like like he gets like super Saiyan hair and like he's on <laughs> fire and stuff like that. I yeah. think if they had some of those mixed in, I would then you'd be like, OK, yeah, I do definitely want the one where he fires a fires a beam out of his eyes after after he does a layup. <laughs> That's what I want. Uh, I'm wondering, can we get into this? Like, would anyone want a, a digital clip of me doing a dive or something, you know, Shaq? powerbombing Cody like maybe pro wrestling can get in on this man like let's let us make some money we shouldn't be all late to the game let's Mm -hmm. let's go I could buy 10 Kanye-ish hoodies with that money let's go I want the dough let's do it let's make some money stuff like this is always so weird to me because you think like the athlete is like sitting there watching and they're like 
they're like, okay, that's my layup. I did that. Right. And some dude named like XX Sniper Ghost, you know, Sniper Ghost Butt Lover is has just made $250,000 trading it online. And you're like, that's my layup. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if Le- does LeBron care about. I mean, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> what does he make yeah. that when he yawns in the morning? <laughs> yeah, that's true. But you know, that's the money. I, 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 at the same time, I know no matter how much money you make, because obviously people know we make a ton of it off this show. Uh, oh, big, we're, big we're, money. We're, we're we're damn near millionaires, pretty much. Like, yeah, yeah. We're doing so. God, we got so much money. Um, and it, anyways, I we don't want to brag. We don't want to brag. No, but, no, uh, no, we don't like to talk about it. Yeah. No matter how much you money money you make, it's never enough. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's never enough. Never I enough. Agree. This episode of Wrestling with the Week is brought to you by Upstart. You know that credit card, the one that maybe you're afraid to look and see what the balance is. Well, if you've been avoiding your debt, it's time to confront it. Upstart can help you face it and finally pay it off. Upstart is the fast and easy way to get a personal loan to pay off your debt all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple fixed monthly payment. Upstart finds smarter rates with trusted partners because they assess more than just your credit score. With a five minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans from $1,000 to $50,000. You can get approved the same day and can receive funds as fast as one business day. If debt is taking over your life, it's time to get a fresh start with Upstart. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payment today when you go to upstart.com slash week. That's upstart.com slash W-E-E-K. Don't forget to use that URL and let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash week to get started. Thank you to Raycon for sponsoring this episode. I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm always looking at a screen now more than ever. And whether you're an avid news watcher or in serious need of a distraction, unplugging yourself is easier said than done. But one of my favorite ways to rest my eyes and still get the content I'm itching for by putting in my Raycon wireless earbuds and listening to something great. Whether you're catching up on your favorite news podcast, binging an audiobook, or powering through your workout with a pumped up playlist, a pair of Raycons in your ears can make all the difference. I have spoken in the past about how I have weird ears and not a lot of earbuds fit or feel comfortable or have good sound in my very specific ears. And I've been using my Raycons and really, really enjoying them. They have this beautiful little case and they're always charged and ready to go. And I can just put them on, keep them in for hours. It's comfortable. It sounds great. I really, really enjoy them. And it allows me to kind of like step away and really take advantage of the fact that they're wireless because there are no dangling wires or stems to get in my way. Raycons come in a range of stylish colorways, but always with a comfortable in-ear fit for a more discreet look. Raycons are built to perform anywhere and anytime with water and sweat resistant construction and Bluetooth that pairs quickly and seamlessly and with enough battery life for six hours of playtime. You can unplug for as long as you want to. Raycon's offering 15% off all their products for our listeners, and here's what you got to do to get it. Go to buyraycon.com week. That's it. 
you'll get 15% off your entire Raycon order. So grab a pair, maybe a spare, um, and that's 15% off buyraycon.com slash week. B-U-Y raycon.com slash week. Speaking of money. Speaking of money. Speaking of money. I don't money, know what that segue is. I into. bought some Can new you tell shoes. Me what was... Oh, did you? <laughs> uh, I got some new shoes. Actually, I bought two pairs. For okay. this trip, um, uh-huh. I've got uh, – I'm wearing a pair right now. i got these Coach sneakers that are incredibly comfortable uh, for the audio um, portion of the show. People will not be able to see them, but when you see the video – Bam, they're kind of like some just, Stan Smith Adidas, but they're really comfortable, fresh. You can't really tell, but they've got like the coach uh, logo in on the, uh, so that's kind of cool. They have like white with gray. And um, and also, when I was packing for this trip, I, uh, I had to repack a couple of times because I only brought about three or four pairs of shoes. I wanted to bring six, but at the same time, I know I'm going shopping. Uh, mm-hmm. So we, we mm-hmm. got a nice shopping trip planned on on Monday. Me, uh, the bunny from uh, the butcher or uh, mm-hmm. Blade and Bunny and um, Kip Sabian and uh, Penelope. Uh, we're going to get mm-hmm. a good group together. We're going to go shopping. And so I needed to leave some room in my bag because I know uh-huh. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to buy some more stuff. That's Most likely some shoes and some clothes. Beautiful. It's going to be a lot of fun. Just beautiful. Are you getting, when are you doing this? You're doing this next week? Oh, Monday. Oh, we got it all Monday? planned out. We're okay. going to get a little brunch. Go- we're going to have a little, get a morning buzz, mm-hmm. you know, have a little like some mimosas or something, you know, the mm-hmm. day after the pay-per-view, you know, by the time was, this airs, it'll be tomorrow. And I was we'll going to say, that's going to be really, really nice of them to go shopping with the face of the revolution. That'll be really Oh, nice yeah. Time. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to be wanting <laughs> to spend some money because I'm going to be in a good mood because I just, mm-hmm. you know, grab the brass ring and I'm be celebrating. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we got, there's a nice little, out, um, I don't know if it's like, like a mall area. They have everything from Dollar Tree to Louis V. Like, so the spectrum is wide mm-hmm. uh, and we're just going to go kill it. And have you ever been shopping buzzed? Probably at some point. Yeah, I must have at some point. Yeah. It's the best. All inhibitions go out the door. You're like, should I get the blue or the pink? It's like, oh, let's get both. Why not? Like, yeah, it's just good. Yeah, this was good. So maybe next week's episode, I will have you know a couple more pairs of shoes. Maybe we'll see. I'm I have no doubt that you. I have no doubt that you will. You you held up your shoe earlier, your new shoes, <laughs> and I, I thought of a really funny segment, which would basically be you hold up the shoe for the video watchers. And then I describe the shoe for the audio listeners while you are completely disgusted by my description. <laughs> this is good. This is good. I like that. I like that. So, it's good. So I'm like, gonna, it's like, I'm going to bring a great shoe next week then. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's white. It has laces. And um, yeah, that's how, I mean, that's just what's what I see. <laughs> <laughs> and you try to guess what brand it is. And oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's good. That's good. Uh, but picture the visual of, uh, and it's like a, like a movie clip. So, like, you just have a line of people walking. You see me. Mm-hmm. You see the blade mm-hmm. <laughs> from Butcher yeah. Blade and Bunny. <laughs> you mm-hmm. see Bunny. <laughs> you yeah. know? And then, like, Kip Sabian and Penelope mm-hmm. Ford. <laughs> and, like, who else might go with us? Um, uh, maybe butcher, which is like, yeah. it's like, it's like, and all of us just carrying bags, just like, yeah, it's like a scene from <laughs> Clueless. Dun, 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 dun. I'm <laughs> too sexy for my shirt. <laughs> like, it's gonna be good, man. Oh my buzz. gosh, it's gonna be fun. It's, it sounds amazing, but again, like we mentioned, you're gonna have to get through Revolution to get there. 
And I feel like we should talk about our thoughts on that event. You have a little bit of bias on maybe at least one of these. So, you know, I won't force you to make a prediction, but I, I wanted to go through this this list here. Eric, you want to come out too? I know Eric has some thoughts as well as to if yeah, we can give our... you got the card our- in front of you, Eric? Yeah. Revolution oh, predictions. I have the card. Listen, of course he has the card. It's tattooed on his ready, chest. Guys, I'm ready for the show. I'm excited. And I think <laughs> that this is this is good because later today, when this comes out on Sunday, we moved it just for the pay-per-view, just for you guys. So special edition. We really interesting because we're gonna have a lot of question marks. And then if you listen to it later in the week, you'll be like, Man, they were so off on this thing, but man, how are they mm-hmm. right on the money on this other one? So, yeah. guys, let's start. Let's start with the pre-show. Let's start mm-hmm. with the pre-show, the buy-in. Riho and Thunder Rosa against Britt Baker and Reba. That's mm-hmm. uh that's an interesting tag match. Mm-hmm. Um to have Reba in there with uh Britt Baker. Yeah. How, how do you how are you guys feeling about that one? I'll I'll start with that first. So it's good to see Riho back. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. obviously we lost her for months. Uh the first women's champion of the company and uh an incredible performer especially for her size she's like nine mm-hmm. jr what is it? he always says like oh, she's 98 pounds um <laughs> incredible for it she's nine she may be 98 pounds but she wrestles like she's 398 pounds so she's mm-hmm. great performer so good to see her back it's always entertaining to see Britt baker and reba thunder rosa always brings it she's hard hitting uh, uh-huh. and, but <laughs> Reba in the ring, uh, I think this, they're a little bit undermatched. We'll yeah. see how that mm-hmm. goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how, J- James, you want to make a pick? You want to pick Riho and Thunder Rosa or you want to pick Britt Baker and Reba? It's tough. It is, it is really tough because I think Britt Baker is a force of nature right now, mm-hmm. uh, in, in the women's division in AEW. I think she shows up. I think she's got, you know, we talked a little bit about drive earlier. She views herself when she looks in the mirror she's she's a champion and and she's pretty confident she's very she's maybe some would say overconfident sometimes but she generally brings it when she's put to the test um so you know i think if she sees this as a stepping stone to getting where she wants to be mm-hmm. in aw i wouldn't i wouldn't put it past uh Britt baker and reba for that i think reason, everybody has to i'm sorry to cut you off everybody has to bring it in this one because i will speak mm-hmm. from experience if you aren't on the pay-per-view card, uh, you you want to be on the pay-per-view card. And that even that's even if you're on the buy-in. If you're not on the buy-in, you mm-hmm. want to be on the buy-in. If you're on the buy-in, you want to be on the pay-per-view card. If you want to be on the pay-per-view card, you want to be in a, a feature match. And if you're not in a feature match, you want to be in the main event. You always want to project mm-hmm. up. If you want to be in the main event, if you're already in the main event, then you want to main event every show. So you're always projecting up. So I expect everyone to bring it uh, and, and prove that they belong on the main card. And um, mm-hmm. that's what they're going to do. Okay, I like that. This is good. This is a hot start. So, guys, the next thing that we got right here is the Casino Tag Team Battle Royal sponsored by the AEW Casino game uh, for your mobile devices, uh, which you Mm -hmm. can download now. I don't even think they pay us to say that. I just said it. Which looks Uh, super cool, by the way. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I love all these games that AEW is working on right now. It's exciting to have, like, these things trickle out. I think this is great. So, here are uh, some of the teams that I have listed here are uh, the Dark Order, which is John Silver and Alex Reynolds. You have mm-hmm. the Dark Order with Stu Grayson and Evil Uno. Uh, you also have Santana and Ortiz, proud and powerful. Uh, you have the Butcher and the Blade, Top Flight, Private Party, and Bear Country. Sky, if you had to pick a team in that grouping, who are you going with? 
Well, Dark Order has uh, a two. How many teams are in it? Mm-hmm. They got two teams from two Dark teams. Order in this. So yeah, they, they have that? like a, a, a the Dark Order as a whole has a better advantage uh, mm-hmm. because they've got four members of them in there. Mm-hmm. Um, top flights up there. Uh, Butcher and uh, and Blade have a. They are highly motivated because they don't want to go into our shopping session with a loss. Nobody wants <laughs> yeah. to do that. Yeah. So I gotta go with Butcher, <laughs> Butcher and Blade, man. They got biting in the corner. You know, they they don't want to go into this shopping spree with a loss. So that's my Smart. pick. Mm-hmm. Smart. Yeah, I like that. James, what do you think? Uh, so if you had asked me 15 minutes ago, I would have said Santana and Ortiz. Uh-huh. I think that they. I think that they're. I mean, they're legendary tag team and i think mm-hmm. that they are more than capable of of winning this match but having heard sky talk about the post-revolution plans i just cannot see butcher and blade um losing this match knowing what they have it's the shopping spree that they have at stake afterwards is just you know I like it. This Highly winners motivating. this winners mm-hmm. only shopping spree that is going to yeah. be taking place is really crazy. Just For a sure. golden circle shopping spree. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um next up, Miro and Kip Sabian against the team of Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been running in circles with each other for months now, and I think it's finally gonna come to a head. Miro had a promo on Dynamite where he just said, uh, hey, I'm gonna destroy everybody so uh is that going to happen uh let's see i i mean sky you said that kip sabian might go on the shopping trip does that sway does that sway your pick here again you don't want to go into the shopping (laughs) spree with a loss man nobody wants to take an l and then go spend money uh you Mm -hmm. want to spend money when you're in a good mood and uh he's got miro on his side and then when miro says he's going to destroy everybody i believe him uh however Chuck Taylor's got a lot of experience and Orange Cassidy just has this like X factor about him that somehow he's able to get under everyone's skin. Uh, I have been the victim of this <laughs> in matches in the past and he's able to get in your mind and he's able to execute his game plan. And so uh, I expect him to do that. However, I cannot bet against the shopping spree crew. So mm-hmm. I'm sticking with my guys. I'm sticking nice. with with Kip Sabian and Miro. Wow. James, are you going to back him on that or are you going to go the other side? The, I I'm going to go the other side but for one reason and this is this wow. this is not against Kip Sabian at all, but I think mm-hmm. the problem is when Miro says he's going to destroy everything, I feel like that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to win. I think that means it could theoretically be at the cost of everyone else, including himself in that (laughs) ring. I could see, I see Chuck Taylor and orange Cassidy working better as a team, not necessarily driving wedge. We're going to see some situation. Kip Sabian is going to make a mistake, think that they're on the same page. And then, and then oops, he didn't mean to bump into Miro and Miro will destroy him thinking he was Mm. just, you know, someone from the crowd. Like that's just what he does. And so, I do Smart. think that there's a destructive nature and it, it says nothing about necessarily the caliber of Kip Sabian if he gets if he gets that loss. And I don't think it should affect his mood when he goes on the shopping spree. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll, he'll need to be cheered up. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's good. That's, good. that's smart. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Good pick. Uh, that's smart. Good pick. Yep. All right, guys, a handful of matches left. This card is stacked, by the way. Revolution yeah, is going to be out of control. Yes. I cannot. I cannot wait. Uh, it's the big money match. With big money Matt Hardy 
and Hangman Page, the winner, gets the loser's <laughs> earnings for all of Q1 2021. Can I can I go first? Can I go first? Absolutely. Yes, yes, James, yes. hit us with the knowledge. I love that this match is on the same card as a match where the ring explodes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, like, <sighs> my thinking is this. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The true uh, person, that the two people that are going to lose this match mm-hmm. is my shopping spree crew. Because I'm oh. like, why did we not invite uh. Hangman and Matt Hardy? If they're going to mm-hmm. get someone else's salary for an entire Q1, yep. they yeah. might pick up the check at some of these for stores. Sure. And I don't, know, I don't know if you've been to a Louis store. It's a little <laughs> expensive. And so, like, if I could get, like, Matt Hardy's Q1, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like maybe yeah. Hangman or Matt Hardy's like, hey, guys, I'll get this one. You get the next one. Oh, that would be, oh, why did mm-hmm. I not do it? You text Matt, I think that if I had to pick a winner on this one, I think I'm going to go Matt Hardy again because the wow. motivator, because the motivating factor, I think you see Hangman Page, he, he's he's a champion right in the making and like he's he's ready. He's he's basically he's a wrestler. Okay, Mm -hmm. Matt Hardy has been in this business a really long time and he knows he's thinking longevity on this. And so if his motivation is getting that cash, Mm -hmm. he's going to go for the cash. Whereas whereas you might see Paige try and win the match, not necessarily thinking about the cash that's at stake. It's like an afterthought for him, if it makes sense. Smart, smart. I mean, I I think that's uh, it's very interesting. Uh, Mm -hmm. Hangman's been on a tear, but Matt Hardy's been a real thorn in his side. So. I think it's going to be a. I think that's going to be a really great match. But now we move on to the match that I need a real true prediction on: mm-hmm. the six man face of the ladder, face of the revolution, take two. The six man face of the revolution <laughs> ladder match. We're not mm-hmm. getting that. It's Cody Rhodes, Scorpio Sky, Penta El Zero Miedo, Lance Archer, now Max Caster, and a mystery sixth entrant. That is. Which wild, which can I just say? Yeah. Paul White did say mm-hmm. that a Hall of Fame worthy talent will be debuting on Revolution. And if we don't know who this last entrant is, you think it's going to be that? I d- yeah. could be. I'm just saying there's wow. space for it, right? Yeah. So if oh, there's we, definitely space. If one and one makes two. And these mm-hmm. two things are connected. And Paul White is going to introduce a Hall of Fame level talent that is going to be in this ladder match. There's only one person that I can possibly think of that this could be. El, El Dandy. What? Oh, El Dandy. Uh-huh. Who are you right? to doubt gotta, El Dandy? Who are you to yeah. doubt El Dandy? I think it's going to be mm-hmm. El Dandy. El Dandy is all elite. Uh, He's but a jam up guy. He is mm-hmm. not the face nor the mask of the revolution because <laughs> that's me. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Bet on it. Get uh, James, it. James, you it. have to make a pick. I'm picking Sky. Of course I'm picking oh, okay. Sky. He's got okay, a shopping good. spree. He's the face of the revolution. Okay. 50% of him. Mm-hmm. That's all that's, I got to say. You're right. I, so. I, if, I, if I'm a betting man, my, my money's on Sky. I think you, you've been fired up. You've been on TV. You've been, mm-hmm. ta- you've been talking the right kind of trash to get in everyone's head. Cody's got to be f- feeling hurt 
after mm-hmm. getting powerbombed by Shaq and then putting him through two tables. He rode, mm-hmm. they showed that replay, and Cody rode Shaq through those two tables, and could <laughs> that must have felt so bad. That must yeah. have sucked. Well, it was probably uh, fun for like up. the first half second, like the first <laughs> millisecond. It was like, I'm riding Shaq, and then you hit the tables, and then you go, ow. This hurts. <laughs> I'll be so, honest yeah. with you, uh, and, and I'm not just trying to sell a fight. Um, mm-hmm. I felt really good these last few weeks as I've been getting back in shape um, with the upper and lower body, and I'm going to go to the ring this week, and I'm going to work out with a couple of young guys. Lee Johnson's going to help me get in shape. Nice. Um, I feel really good, man, and I feel like it's my time. And, and again, I'm not just selling a fight. I feel like it's my time. Uh, I've been overlooked and, uh, you know, for too, too long. And so mm-hmm. uh, it, it's it, – it's on me. Now I have to go out and back up everything I'm saying here and everything I said on Dynamite this past week. And I fully plan on doing that. Not planning on doing it. I'm going to do it. And Hell yeah. hopefully come out victorious. So I like awesome. to hear. Man, I can't wait. That's the match. Listen, I know one of the one of the matches has exploding barbed wire, but that, that's yeah, yeah. the match I'm looking forward to. That's the one that I can't wait for. But My moving time, on to the baby. Card, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. All right, we got a couple more. Uh, Hikaru Shida is the women's champion, and she will be taking on the winner of the uh, Eliminator Tournament, Ryo Mizunami, who was my dark horse pick to to win the whole thing. I don't think people knew enough about Ryo Mizunami. She she brings the party, but she also just throws people around. She's a hard-hitting slugger. You saw them in Dynamite when Ryo presented the trophy, and then they just laid into each other with those forearms. Mm -hmm. James... I want to let I want to let you pick first. Who you got, Hikaru Shida or Rio Mizunami? Who's your pick? I think I think the fact that Rio made it all this way is completely apropos. Mm. Um, she's brutal. She's got mm. energy. You saw you saw her exploder suplex, Nyla yeah. Rose, like just like just energy, just power, right? Which is something you don't always see from just an imposing, fast moving women's wrestler. Um, that being said, Hikaru Shida, I think she's, she's just technically there. She's just, Mm -hmm. she's got this prowess in the ring. And I think we're going to see her probably push to her limit, maybe more so than we ever have with this match. I think it's going to be a knockdown drag out fight, but I think at the end of it, she is going to remain the AEW women's champion. Wow. That's a, that's a bold prediction. Sky, does a shopping factor into this at all, or you just have to pick, make a straight pick? Uh, straight pick. And, uh, again, I don't know, uh, as much about Ryu as, as, uh, you do, but I will say this, uh, from personal experience, there's a difference between beating contenders and facing a champion. That's mm-hmm. very, very different, different when you get in there, it's totally different. And, uh, she does a champion. She just taken on all contenders. She just got momentum. Momentum is huge. It is very hard to see me, uh, for me to see Sheeta losing this match. It's possible. It could happen. Anything can happen. However, my smart money is on Sheeta. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Those are good. Those are good picks. I got I think Mizunami is really going to surprise a lot of people because she's gotten farther than I think a lot of people thought she would. Uh, mm-hmm. She beat Aja Kong to get here, and that should really say something to a lot of people. That is crazy to go through mm-hmm. Aja Kong. But guys, we got to keep running down this card. You know it's the Tag Team Champions match. Listen, Sky's going to have some insight here as the uh, former first ever AEW Tag Team Champion. I mean, I, I got to know who your pick is. You got the Young Bucks, the current Tag Team Champions. Are they the best tag team in the world? Maybe. Against MJF 
and Chris Jericho, a newer tag team, a little bit unproven, but you saw what they did to Papa Buck, leave him bloodied in the back of an ambulance. Uh, mm -hmm. It's crazy. And uh, we saw what the Young Bucks are capable of putting uh, Santana and Ortiz through some tables uh, on Dynamite. So, Sky, who you got in this tag team championship match? When all the money's on the line and it's the big show, we're talking pay-per-view, we're talking high stakes. You saw what happened to Papa Buck. Uh, my money's on the Young Bucks. Uh, I do not bet against the Young Bucks when it's a tag team match, when it's a tag team title match, and when the stakes are as high as they are, I don't bet against the greatest tag team in wrestling history, the Young Bucks. Wow. James, what do you think? I'm I'm completely inclined to agree. I, I would also add that as, as legendary as Chris Jericho may be, I do mm -hmm. think that we have seen the inner circle not be as strong as we thought it once was. Great point. I think this is the kind of thing where, you know, it's two it's two huge egos, and mm -hmm. that's how they've gotten this far, but two huge egos in the ring together on the same side doesn't always yield the best results. You add that with the fact that like they beat up they beat up uh, they beat up his dad, right? Like they, yep. they, they beat up, they beat up. So like, you know, I just, you, there's too much motivation in this fight. There's too much at stake. This isn't just about the championships. There's about, mm -hmm. there's more on the line in this match. And, and I think if someone's going to bring it, it's going to be the young bucks. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see how the team of MJF and Jericho are going to hold up. I just, mm -hmm. I never trust, I don't think I could trust MJF as far as I could throw him. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, I, he always feels like he's scheming and uh, yep. see if he wheels and deals in this match. Guys, two matches left. You know, it's Team Taz, the team of Brian Cage, an absolute Ricky Stark stroke daddy himself against Sting and Darby Allen. Guys, mm -hmm. who you got in this tag match? Sky, let's start with you. What's your insight here? This is a tough one, honestly. Uh, it's a really tough pick. We got to see what we're going to get from Sting. I still mm -hmm. believe he's got, uh, as Rocky says, some stuff left in the basement. And mm -hmm. we're going to see that. We actually have seen it a little bit over the last few weeks. We saw the Stinger Splash come back. We saw the Scorpion Deathlock come back. Mm -hmm. um, I think we're going to see a lot more at this match. And um, I'm going to go with Darby and Sting. I'm going to go with wow. the TNT champion. And I'm going to go with the legendary Hall of Fame um, one of the best, uh, biggest and greatest wrestlers of all time, Sting. All right. James, you feel in the same way or you think Team Taz is going to pull off this street fight? If this fight, the problem is the street fight element to this, mm -hmm. right? If this were just a straight up, you know, we got a referee in there making sure everything stays clean and fair, then I would go Sting and Darby 100%. But because it's a street fight, I feel like... I feel like when you're going, sometimes when you're going up against someone as legendary as as uh, Sting, you're gonna feel desperate, and that desperation is gonna make you do some crazy things. And I would I would say that Sting would be less likely to go to that place as Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. So I'm gonna say Brian Cage. I'm gonna say Team Taz on this one. Honestly, I like I it. Think yeah, I, but I, it's gonna be through pure brutality and desperation and fear that I think they might pull out this victory. I think you're onto something. I think that I think you got. I think you got some insight there that what's hook, <laughs> they, uh, what's, what's hook gonna always, do? My phone's blowing off the hook, you know. Yeah, smart, smart, <laughs> smart. So, guys, I, the last match we're moving on. It's the main event of AEW Revolution: the champion Kenny Omega against the challenger John Moxley. 
for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship in an exploding barbed wire death match. And in the mm -hmm. video package for it that they showed on Dynamite, they got Onita to come on and talk about how crazy this match is. That, mm -hmm. oh, you talk about a pop, I was losing my mind. I thought mm -hmm. that was so cool. But guys, James, I want to start with you. What yeah. do you think? What is the outcome of the exploding barbed wire death match? Kenny Omega is the one who said, let's have this match. John Moxley is will ready, willing, and able to put his body on the line. Who walks out with that championship? You know what? I think, I think we're going to see two bodies, two brutal, just utterly collapsed bodies in the center of whatever's left of that ring. Mm -hmm. I think that the champion will still be Kenny Omega when, wow. the, when the smoke clears. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I honestly, this is almost feels like a fortune teller getting a premonition, right? I don't know how, because I think John Moxley is going to bring it. And I think he's going to just, just completely, he might blow up the ring before the timer does. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> So there's that kind of energy in this in this fight. And so mm -hmm. I think that there's definitely going to be something there. But for some somehow, some way, I just have a premonition that Kenny Omega is going to remain the championship, uh, wow. remain with the championship once this is done. Wow. Sky, what do you think? This is the last prediction. This is for the World Heavyweight Championship. You think Moxley's walking out with this thing or you think Kenny Omega retains? This is the one I'm really torn on because mm -hmm. on one side, I feel this match favors Moxley. He's a little bit mm -hmm. more have, he has the hardcore background. Uh, I think he's a little bigger than Kenny. I think he might be a little bit tougher in situations like this. And I think he wants it more. Mm -hmm. However, again, momentum, Kenny's got, uh, the good brothers. I don't know. Maybe they're going to get involved. Maybe they're not, you know, they're, they're an X factor. Um, you know, I, I just, it's really, really hard for me to pick one. If I had to make a choice, I would go John Moxley. Because I think, wow. again, I just think this match favors him. Uh, he's bigger. This is this is right up his alley. Um, this is a Moxley type of win. Maybe becoming the first two-time AEW world champion we've wow. had. So, Wow, guys. Those are some good predictions. Those are strong predictions. And that's why we put this out before the show like mm -hmm. we wanted to make sure this came out before the pay-per-view because we wanted to have these predictions on there so that way you can watch it before the show and go oh wow i can't wait for well, the show and then you can watch it after the show and go how are these guys so wrong yeah, i was this gonna say ridiculous. yeah we would have looked real stupid if this came out the day after yeah. <laughs> except for the ladder match prediction oh, oh that yeah, one's well, that one's that locked one. in yeah, yeah ain't no one stopping you could put the sixth entrant could be a tiger and i think that sky's still walking <laughs> out with that thing man that's the six inch could be the tiger, and I'm still walking out the king. That's oh, oh wow. Look at that. Listen, that's a God, put this guy on TV. Put 50%. this guy on TV. My goodness, guys. I can't wait that... till next week's episode. Episode mm -hmm. nine, Nueve, mm -hmm. when yep. I am sitting here as the face of the revolution <sighs> on wrestling with the week, the future TNT champion, the future face of TNT. Everything's going so well. I've got new shoes. I've got new clothes. I'm styling. I'm, I'm just killing the game. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm so excited for episode Nueve. Come on, tune in next week. It's going to be big. $90 yep. hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I might even drop a honey on this one. It's a big <laughs> celebration. I might find a hoodie and drop a honey. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> thank you so much, everyone, for listening to this episode of Wrestling with the Week. Um, if you are listening to this, we hope you, you check this out on Sunday before Revolution. Tweet us. 
uh, send us messages, shoot us a message on Instagram or whatever. Let us know whether or not you think we are completely wrong about our predictions. Or if you agree with us, uh, you can reach this podcast at www.pod. Basically everywhere. You can also find uh, Sky and I at Scorpio Sky or James Willem's feet if you want to touch up with us on Instagram. Um, and uh, and yeah, that's been that's our show this week. Uh, next week, you've heard it. We'll have an exclusive interview with the face of the revolution. I'm very excited about that. And uh, and yeah, thank you so much, Sky. Any final thoughts? Final thoughts. Normally, I would go out. I'd be very uh, appreciative of everybody listening to the show, and I am. Trust me, but I'm extra motivated. I'm telling you, I'm feeling really good, so I'm going to go out like this. This is the face of the revolution. Get used to it. Oh! Hold on. Does he know we still need a clap sync oh, at the end? We got to to do, Sky. No, I, <laughs> oh, no. All right, oh, take I a forgot. credit. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh, guys. Sorry, I forgot. We got to pay, pay some bills. <laughs>